Night shift workers, what's the scariest experience you've ever had? Please like and subscribe to support us. I worked a movie theater in LA that was located on the street, so no protective plazas or parking garages. It was Thursday night, which meant movies had to be torn down and new ones built, so I was finally getting ready to leave at 3.30am, turned off all the lights, and stood in the middle of the lobby looking at my phone. To my left was the handicapped bathrooms with doors we always kept open with a little stopper attached to the door that you flip with your foot. Now, I knew I was alone, the closing manager had checked theaters, bathrooms and left at 1am and the cleaning crew didn't come in until 5am, but there I stood in the lobby when I heard the metallic sound of the stopper flipped up and into place against the door and the door swinging itself shut. My eyes went huge and I busted across to the front doors, then pushed them shut, and ran to my car parked in the front spot. I sat there for a minute looking in my mirror to see if anyone came out, but decide fuck that noise and drove home. I have no idea what it actually was. We'd all seen things in that theater and also had a range of homeless living around the theater who sometimes, though rarely, snuck inside. ER nurse here. Working in a very busy metropolitan ER in a city no for gun violence. In this ER there's only one room you can't see into from anywhere in the unit and it's negative pressure which means you have to go through two doors to get into it and the doors are always closed. Get a patient, go in alone, start running through my regular assessment, triage questions, etc. A guy starts getting agitated and acting like an asshole and looking like he might swing on me so I start to wrap it up. Leave the room and there's three city cops and about eight of our security guards jogging toward the room. Which is very unusual because patients wild out all the time there so security doesn't usually have a big sense of urgency. And cops were a little unusual unless the patient came in under arrest. Turns out the guy used a fake name to get through registration. His real name was banned from every ER in the city. Which, if you know ER stuff, it's incredibly difficult to get banned from an ER, let alone all of them in a whole city. He was banned for being routinely violent with staff and he brought a gun into three different hospitals. Yeah they found a gun on him that time too. I actually took my lunch break that night. Not me but a security guard on a construction site I worked on. This was a long time ago, before mobile phones, I know, UK as well, so no real fear guns being involved. Night watchman was sitting in his cabin when two vans approached. They did occasionally get deliveries at random hours so he wasn't too concerned. Guy gets out of first van, balaclava on and holds up two pieces of paper, one with the guard's address, and the other was a picture of his young daughter. Guard knew the drill. Just sat down and let the dudes empty the sight of anything and everything of value. Didn't even call the police until the end of his shift. No pay is worth getting involved in that shit. I work at a restaurant. This happened a couple months ago and I'm still freaked out to open by myself. It was around 5am. I was going in to open like usual, and I was the only one there. I went about everything like normal, turned on the flat grill, deep fryers and steam table. I had went to the walk-in and when I was getting ready to head out I saw someone walk by the door on the outside. I thought one of the other cooks got there, but no one was there when I got out. I thought that was a little weird, but I wanted to get everything done so I continued on. Well, I kept looking into the dining room because I could have swore I saw somebody out there, but I know I was the only one there. That's when I heard my Bluetooth speaker turn on by itself. I noped the hell out of there. I hung out outside until the other cook got there around 10 minutes later. I told them what happened, we went in and I nothing happened. My speaker was off and we didn't see anybody. Ever since then I refused to open by myself, no matter what. Worked night shift at a gas station slash convenience store in the bad end of a small town. Notes to consider before we begin, I keep my hair short as it's easier to maintain with my OCD, 
and I have large shoulders and a general football player build for a woman. My coworker, however, was little with long blonde hair and a pretty face. Super nice too. So, most of the folks who came in were fine, or weird but harmless. There were the occasional dicks and inconsiderates, the drunks and tweakers, not to mention the Karens and Chads, but hey. What can you do? It was the guy in the camper who was the problem. Whenever I worked with my coworker, we'll call her L, we busted a gut laughing it up as best we could in a shitty grease trap of a store that only got four radio stations. Camper guy comes in one night and starts talking with L. I'm stocking the cigarettes right behind the register, and she's five feet away at the deli counter. He seems harmless enough at first, but I'm suspicious of everyone so I'm keeping an eye on things. Dude has the usual small talk, weather, how busy we're, but then starts asking about L and her infant daughter. Starts taking slow steps toward the open end of the deli counter. L is trying to be nice and back away toward the cooler entrance, body turned to go. By the time I notice and step down from the register he's close enough that she's backed against the hand washing sink. All six feet of me is now stuck to the side of my little co-worker, and the guy takes a step back. He gets some diesel for his camper and leaves, it doesn't stop there. He comes in whenever we two specifically are working. We notice the pattern immediately. Try to get him to leave by being curt and dismissive, but he asks Elle more and more personal questions. Who's her new boyfriend? Where does she have tattoos? How close does she live? I'd send her to the cooler to check for fucking I don't know, pickles or some shit. He'd buy his diesel and go sit in his camper near the diesel pumps, where there were no streetlights. A few nights he hadn't left before we closed up, so I followed Elle in my car as she walked home, made sure she was okay. She didn't like taking favors when she was capable of doing something. Believe me, I insisted, before I go on, yes, we told our manager. Multiple times. There's nothing we can do if he hasn't said or done anything. Okay cool fucking whatever. Neat, it escalated to him confronting her on her smoke break and cornering her in the back of the building by the dumpster, and if our maintenance guy hadn't been there that night, I might have been filing a police report and wiping my knuckles clean if I'd gotten there first. Luckily we got him on our security camera, but what can you do when he doesn't come back to the station after that? Manager didn't want problems. Cool. Left the job a few months after that. Last I heard Elle is at a new job and engaged to her then boyfriend, which is great for her. She's super sweet. But will I ever work at a gas station ever again? Fuck no. One story and one observation. Many years ago I worked the night shift at a warehouse that was just outside of town, no buses so I was biking it as I didn't drive. The route I normal took seemed a little long so I checked Google Maps and there was indeed a shorter route that lopped about a kilometer off so I planned it out and off I went that night. One thing I didn't think about is how different rural areas feel at night compared to the day. Now part way along this route it just cut into a forest I mean I'm still on a road there are still lamps but it's a very sudden transition to rinsed houses then forest, what was a airy wood in daylight is a black and foreboding at night and 300 meters past that a disused railway bridge. Picturesque during the day spooky as fuck at night. I'm going through it and suddenly mad chuckling was all around me. It was at this point I discovered the turbo mode built into every bicycle, it's called ball clenching fear. I shot out of there like I was fired from a cannon onto a hedged lane where there is no street lights and whispering and movement in the hedges. Man-powered land speed records were set that day as I managed to come into work a quivering gasping wreck but also a very early wreck. I later learned the mad laughter was the sound of my bike bouncing back off the rail bridge, and rural hedges always sound that way with wind and hedge creature. The observation however scares me to this day. I worked the doors as a doorman for a while and the scariest thing out there is man. The amount of people, almost always men, 
I understand that evil isn't only exclusive to men but there are types of evil that are more pre-living due to men's size, that we're just out there looking for a victim still scares me. Hunting for violence or sexual gratification and not caring who gets hurt as long as they get what they want. I stepped in where I could, helped who I could but until they actively strike your hands are tied and I was continuously haunted by the one slip through. That more than anything is why I stopped working doors. Worked overnight shift at a grocery store. 10 p.m. pre-shift smoke break we saw two cars kind of playing musical parking spaces moving back or forth. Whatever, probably some drunk people. 12 p.m. smoke break they were still there, leering towards the store as if trying to figure out how to get in. 24-hour store, it never closed. Some of us got a little weirded out because it had been two hours and they didn't attempt to come inside, but kept moving around in their cars. We came out to check on things around 1 a.m. and they were still there, maybe had moved around a little can't recall exactly. We decided something was Seuss and called the police. A couple of cruisers came into the parking lot but not as if responding to a call, emergency lights off, driving normal speed. Once they saw the cruisers they causally sauntered out of the parking lot. One of the employees got in his car and followed one of the cars to get a plate number. The next night one of the responding officers came in to tell us they found the car and inside she saw a gun, gloves, and some sort of face covering like a balaclava. A robbery was definitely planned, but unfortunately there's nothing patently illegal about acting Seuss and having those items in your car. When we debriefed the store manager the next morning he gave the most disinterested that's crazy I've ever gotten and expressed no interest in hiring security. I was not about to be subjected to an armed robbery for $10 an hour. Went to check an isolated chemical store at 3 a.m., completely dark out and the store has a switch outside next to the door, with a one-second delay every time you turn it on or off. The door is one of those slow closing fire escape door with a small window. I went in and check, and everything was good and nothing suspicious. When I went out, closed the door and switched the light off, in that one second delay I saw a solid black figure standing in the middle of the storeroom before everything went dark. I saw it through the door window that I was standing next to. It couldn't be my reflection, cause it was dark outside where I was standing, and inside was clinical white light. I was also standing right next to the door so a reflection couldn't be that defined. It's not a vague object in the dark either, as the figure was standing smack in the middle of the room, in bright light, about 5 meter away from the door. When the light went off, I just froze then quietly speed walk away, didn't even take a peek at the traffic mirror nearby to see behind me. The storeroom was fine when I checked and I don't get paid to investigate supernatural shit. This was shortly after I'd started working at a gas station maybe 3 months in? At the time I had worked from 9pm to 5.30am. An hour, maybe, before I was to be relieved of my shift by my manager, a man and a woman walk in. I was in the cooler stocking the fridges and heard the bell ring. I go out the cooler doors and greet them. They stand eerily quiet in front of the door not making a sound before their faces light up and they greet me back. It's a little odd, but some people are like that. I go behind the counter and they make small talk about our slushies. I'm bored and tired so I don't mind the talk. I should say now that the pair were quite literally of two different planets, it seemed. The woman was dressed in rags, practically, frayed coat, cut gloves, a shawl with holes in it. Her hair was short but completely matted and looked like Staw. The look of a homeless person, I deduced. The man, though, was tall, well-built, dressed in fancier clothing. His shoes were name-brand, a gold watch, diamond ring, the likes off. His hair was neatly trimmed and his beard was starting to grow back. A neat-looking man. They were an odd pair but I've seen weirder pairs of people. They get to the counter, the woman shifting uncomfortably but always flashing a wide smile, all teeth. 
The man set the two slushies down and I ring them up. He goes to grab cash but realizes he doesn't have any and instead pulls out a credit card. It declines, nine times. I look down at Ray counter while I wait for him to try again. I felt sick. His hands were riddled with small cuts with glass buried in them and the blood trailed up and down his arms and all over the palm of his hands. All THR cuts were still bleeding. I feel eyes on me and I look up at them. He's staring at me with the most horrid stare, as if he were one move away from attacking me. I feel dizzy thinking about that night. But instead of attack me, he just laughed and turned away, saying he doesn't have the money on him to pay for the slushies. He goes to leave the building and the woman follows him happily, complaining about not getting slushies. But then I see it, she has blood on her face. Under her eye. And she winked at me before she left. I was scared shitless. I was so scared I couldn't do anything except bolt out the doors to get the license plate of their car but they were already on the highway. I inspected the store for anything stolen but instead I found blood droplets all over the store. I was disgusted and scared. I worried if they'd come back now that I'd seen their condition. I worried about. What if they had just killed someone or got into a hit and run or were involved in some incident? My manager had walked in as I was panicking and told me not to worry and he'd handle it. I don't know anything else of what became of that night, just rat my manager handled it. Still though, spooky shit. Literally thought I was about to be murdered. I worked at a store that sold foods whole. In the back of the store there were many large entryways for deliveries and whatnot. Sometimes we'd catch hobos wandering in, saying it was too hot, too cold, whatever. I was regularly scheduled for an overnight shift to rack up, basically go hang out in the various freezer slash refrigerated rooms with partially cooked breads, pastries, etc. One night I opened the walk-in freezer and as soon as I did I saw a man who was pretty obviously homeless and he was holding a lighter under a spoon with a syringe right next to him. He looked up when I walked in and we made eye contact and then he just stood up and lunged in my general direction. I screamed and ran while yelling something like I'm calling the fucking cops man, you can't do that here. By the time the cops showed up he was gone but we had him on a couple security cameras. One of the cops asked how much of my shift was left and told the others he'd stay in the store in case the guy came back. I work in a building where four people were killed in a pretty brutal accident. The place has decades of individual accounts of weird shit happening. I've been through some long night shifts. Sometimes we work alone in a section of the building and, man, it can get creepy. People hear women speaking and laughing. I've heard it too. You swear you hear it, but you're alone. It's right there, but far away. One person lost their keys from their belt ring. He walked back to the break area to give whoever took them a hard time. No one knew what he was talking about so he walks back through the building alone. He turns a corner and just behind him in the dark he hears keys hit the floor. He said he nearly shit his pants. He heads back a few steps and there are his keys on a work table, not the floor. He booked it out of there. Tells the story often. Another woman wouldn't use the women's locker room because the first night she worked in the building she heard crying. She described it as a small sniffling cry, but clear as anything. She expected a woman to be sitting on the bench between the lockers, crying. No one there. Lastly, something I've experienced. The building can be pretty big and open in some areas. When you sit with your back to the open space it's not uncommon to feel completely sure that someone is coming up behind you. I've many times whipped around completely prepared to see someone. It's the weirdest feeling. I just know someone is drawing close, reaching out to grab my shoulder and I freak. No one's ever there.